0: Hey everyone, it's your girl Sam here with Embracing Your Virtue. Welcome back to my show. Happy New Year. It is 2021. I'm super excited to be here with you guys. Our first timers out there, let me just tell you that Embracing Your Virtue is a bi-weekly podcast dedicated to women of color. We talk about everything from relationships, parenting, mental wellness, physical wellness, race, politics, you name it, all from the perspective of a Black Christian woman from New York City, which is me. So... It's a new year. Many people during this time of year tend to reflect on how last year went for them and what they're looking forward to doing in the new year. It's a good time for people to really check in with themselves and think about what they want to improve. So that's why we are going to talk about New Year's resolutions today, but we're not going to talk about what my resolutions are per se. We're going to talk about how to make New Year's resolutions stick. If you are like me, and I'm sure millions of other people, normally by mid-February, you're like, resolution who? Right? Like, I'm guilty of that. So let's talk about some ways that this year we can create goals that we can actually stick to, and goals that we can see through the end of the year. So some of the biggest mistakes that people make when setting goals is that they're usually too broad, Too ambiguous, they're too big, or they're just too many. You might make a resolution and say, for example, that you want to lose weight, right? But that's really general. You want to think about how to define that to something more specific. And we're going to talk about how to make more measurable goals. Sometimes we also take on too many goals and then we're overwhelmed and we're struggling trying to fit them all in. So, My first tip for you guys is to stick to one thing, right? Sometimes trying to accomplish multiple goals at too many times can be overwhelming and it can lead to failure. Try sticking to one thing, master it, and then move on to the next. Um, I don't actually remember where I got this from, but they say that it takes 40 days for something to become a habit. So I think when you're trying to do multiple things at one time in a short period, there's a tendency for most of them to just flop. Concentrate on one thing and make it work and develop a habit out of it before you take on the next. If you're having trouble figuring out what that first thing should be, think about behaviors that will help you to be more effective, right? So for me, one of the big things for this year is just nutrition, right? It's focusing on my body. With exercise and eating habits, um, or healthier eating habits, and I know that once those things are working and under control, it's going to make everything else so much easier, right? Like if I want to be a, ha- a a more, if I want to be more active with my kids. If I want to be less grouchy towards them, I know that getting my physical body in order is going to do wonders for my mental attitude. So, start there. Um, if you are kind of like already killing it in that area, right. Then take a little inventory, figure out what is a priority for you, right? Like if there's a particular goal that is of high importance, that's time sensitive, that's significant, maybe focus on that, right. Or figure out what you're most passionate about. Um, cause sometimes like if you're super passionate about it, you're going to really go hard on it and then you're going to see some success and it might drive you to, um, you know, just to keep going and to do the next thing. So next I want to talk about SMART goals, right? And SMART is really an acronym for specific, measurable, achievable, relevant, and time-based goals. So this is something I learned in college and it's always stuck with me. um, And I think it's just so super helpful. So we're going to quickly go through what each of these things mean um, so that you can create goals that, you know, that you can look back on at the end of this year and say like, oh yeah, like I killed it. Um, So first off, specific goals, right? So think of it like, you know, your old current event assignments. This is the who, the what, the where, the which, and the why. So if you know that you wanna get healthier, well, let's be more specific, right? Let's say I wanna lose 20 pounds or I wanna develop a habit of exercise. So you might say, I wanna work out Every week, or you know, you want to think about what specifically are you trying to accomplish and why, and and steer away from bigger, loftier ideas. With that, you want to think about how to make your goal measurable, right? This is the M and SMART. So this is your how, your how much, your how many, etc. I'm using weight loss because that's typically a a very common New Year's goal. So you might want to say not just I want to get healthier or I want to lose weight." Put a number on it, right? I want to lose specifically 20 pounds or I want to work out three times a week. Just say I want to get healthy, but there's no way at the end of the year to kind of determine that then how do you know that you've hit that goal? But if you know, you said you want to work out three times a week, you can look back and say, okay, I worked out three times a week, or yes, I did meet that specific number. So that's important. Um, the A in smart is achievable. So you want to make goals that, um, that you can actually achieve, right? Like I said, trying to, um, narrow down those goals so that they're not too lofty and kind of out of your range. So you want to think about how, once again, another how question, how can I achieve it? How can I actually accomplish this goal? So the R, relevant, right? You want to think about how relevant is this goal to my life? Is it the right time for me to achieve this goal, right? Am I the right person to do this? Is this applicable to my life? So asking the questions about Is it the right time? You know, do I have the right resources? Like all of those things is so important. So lastly, T for time-based, right? Figuring out the when, so important. Is this a whole year goal? Is this a six-month goal? Is it a three-month goal? You wanna figure out what you wanna do and how long will it take you to do it and to be able to set a timeline for yourself so that this is not an indefinite goal, something that you're always working towards. So another tip I have for you is to arrange your environment for maximum success. So if you're like me, it's so easy to get distracted and to forget. So you want to do things that will help keep your goals at the forefront of your mind. One thing that my husband does is he prints his goals and he tapes them in very visible, high traffic areas in our house. So they are in his face and he can easily be reminded of the things that he wants to do. You can set calendar reminders for yourself, Um, but you you just wanna begin to build a routine around these things. I think that's the most important thing is that if you say you wanna start, for example, exercising or you want to read your Bible more or whatever it is, right? These things are not going to magically fit into your schedule. It means that you have to be intentional about creating time and places and spaces for you to achieve those goals. And it also means that you might have to give something up to reach it. Um, And if there are certain things that are hindering your progress, change them, right? Like if you know that it's hard for you to get up in the morning to go work out, like put your alarm clock at the far end of the room so that you have to get out of the bed to turn it off. Um, You know, sleep in your, listen, you got to do what you got to do. Okay. If you know that getting up and getting out of the door, is hard to go to that gym in the morning, like. Sleep in your gym clothes. If you know that you're going to go to gym after work, for example, um you know, change into those gym clothes by four o'clock if you're working from home, right? Or keep those gym clothes in the car. Don't make it so you have to go home first and then go back out because you know you're not going back out. You know, once you get in the house and that couch is calling your name, come on. So, you know, you do what you got to do um, to make it easy for yourself. All right. So my next tip for you guys is to chart your progress. If you've identified a goal and you have a plan for it, right? Tracking your progress is so important. It feels good to check things off. You know, oh God, I love to cross something off. It is such a great feeling. So tracking your progress, charting it, like I said, keeping a visual in front of you where you can say like, yes, I did it. You know, get yourself a little calendar, a little star chart, like in schools, in the elementary schools, every time you did it, you put your little star there. You know, do what you got to do to keep yourself motivated. Okay. My next tip is so super important is to have some accountability. I say, I say some accountability. So it's important for you guys when you have your resolutions to tell someone, get a family member, a friend, and, you know, tell them what you want to do so that they can check in with you about your progress and help to keep you on track. So um, for myself, right, I am in my mid thirties. I'm not going to say how much, right, but I am a fairly new driver. I've had my license for about two years, but I got my permit so many years before that. And I've kind of gone in and out of enthusiasm about learning how to drive, but I've never actually got it done until about two years ago. And people would always ask me like, oh, you know, Sam, you got your license yet? Sam, you got your license yet? Or maybe I wouldn't see people for a few years and I'd come back and they'd be like, oh, you getting out of an Uber. You still ain't got your license? Oh, it was so embarrassing. Oh my goodness. Um, Yeah, it was a little embarrassing. But right when I got, um, you know, one thing I noticed before I go back, I'm going to take a step back. um is that after a while, certain people who were like frequently in my life just stopped asking. And that actually just really kind of tugged at me. And I was like, oh man, like they've just kind of given up on the idea of it. Or I don't know what, I don't want to assume their intentions, but it made me felt like people kind of gave up on me a little bit. And um, I had nobody to blame but myself. So when I was just like through and fed up and ready to learn how to do this, I told people, I told everybody that I came in contact with that I am doing this, right? So I set a goal. I said I will have my license by Labor Day. And I told everybody so that they knew and they could follow up. So when Labor Day come, if I did not make that announcement, you know, I would have to be accountable to all those people who I have invested in. So accountability kind of keeps you um you know, it keeps you going. It keeps you focused because it does suck to have to tell people that you didn't accomplish what you set out. So set those goals and tell people, right? And not to like do it just to avoid the shame of failure because there are things that come up. Listen, we just had a pandemic. Whatever you didn't accomplish last year is fine. Oh my gosh, it's totally fine. Um, but I think it does help to have those people who can check in and motivate you and you know, people who can you know, cheer you on as you're trying to do it. Another reason people fail to complete their resolutions by the end of the year or whatever their target goal is, is because they lack the emotional resiliency to continue on. Sometimes life happens and things just kind of rock our world and we lose our bearings and everything that we plan just goes down the drain. And I'm not judging, judging because I'm guilty of it too. And in times like this, like I said, in a, in the midst of um, a pandemic, a financial crisis, kids at home, everything else you can think of, right? Um, like there are legitimate reasons to have our worlds rocked, um, but I do want to share two tips to kind of help you um, or two tips to point you in the right direction if that's you because so... The first thing I want to encourage you to do is to celebrate your success and be compassionate and empathetic when you're with yourself when you slip. Right? We tend to be really hard on ourselves. We're so much harder on ourselves than we are with other people at times, and we tend to beat ourselves up. Um, So if you have a day when you you know you cheat on that diet, instead of telling yourself that you are you know that you're weak that you suck you know. Just you had a bad day or you had a slip. Tomorrow's a new day. You can start over. Um, And it's not like, you know, falling off the wagon for a couple of days means that you're, you don't, you know, you're not starting from scratch. You can start and continue on. So that's a better way. It's not start over. It's you can still continue. And when you are doing great, celebrate yourself. Okay. Um, Acknowledge that you've had a great day. Acknowledge that you might be killing it right now. You know, do your little boss dance um, you know, and, and keep it going. And lastly, my final tip around resiliency and my final tip for the day is to seek support, accepting help from people who care about you. People who will listen to your strengths will help you to build up that resiliency that you need. It'll help you to manage your stress. Um, it might be stress caused by whatever your goal is, or it might be just other things that are going on. So, you know, reaching out to friends and family, reaching out to your church folk, whoever it is. If you are really feeling overwhelmed um, or just emotionally in a hard place, consider seeking professional help. You know, a good mental health counselor or psychologist, they're trained to understand the connections between your emotions, your mind, your body. Um, You know, they can offer strategies about how to cope through hard times, how to adjust your goals so that they're still attainable, um, as well as how to change any unhealthy behaviors that you might have around how you address your emotional issues and your stress levels. So there's no shame in asking for that. Um, there's no shame in seeking that out. Know that you don't have to do this alone. Um, just because you have personal goals does not mean that you have to tackle them by yourself. So seek out that support, um, from either your friends, your family, your church community. So if you need more than the average girlfriend can give you, that is okay. Um, you know, seek out a mental health professional and get the support that you need. Um, I also have an older video about, um, caring for your emotional health. So if you haven't checked it out, um, please, you can find it on all my major web pages. So these are my tips guys for how to make resolutions that will stick, that will um, get you through the year. I hope that you found this helpful. Leave me a comment. Let me know what you think. Let me know what your goals are for the year. Let's talk. I want to um, know what's important to you guys as keep in touch with me. So you can find out when all my content comes out, follow me on social media. I put out really great motivational quotes, scriptures, tips that'll just keep you feeling empowered and great. And um, I look forward to talking with you guys. Here's to a happy, healthy, joyous, content, and victorious new year to you all. Take care. Bye.